Hello, everyone. How are you? Welcome back. Episode 156 of FLA Exposure. Hard to believe a year and a half later, we've said it many times in the show, 156 episodes later, we're still doing it. Still waiting to get our events, uh, MMA, event, MMA events back in order. Uh, soon, we, you know, September, we, we're not too far away. We have another Kumite coming up in about seven weeks time. Uh, Kumite 3, which is pretty exciting. Another absolute before we move into the actual weighted Kumites uh, Maybe this fall or into next year, we'll start doing weighted kumite absolute brackets for jujitsu. Uh, this episode is sponsored by a good friend, Jack Cameron, and of course, uh, Mr. Kev Johnson at Embazage pre-sport, pre-sport, pre-workout sport coffee. Threw it all in there. Uh, you can get it in Amazon, also in Walmart in the USA, or probably from this guy you're going to talk to here very shortly. Uh, let's bring him on. A uh, guy out in the West Coast in Camor, Alberta. He's the owner of GF Team Camor, uh, purple belt under 101 Academy under Mr. C.J. Hall, the East Coast boy himself. Uh, let's bring him on, Mr. Ryan Sandberg. How are you, sir? Hey, thanks for bringing me on. Um, I'm doing great, doing great. Awesome, man. I appreciate you coming on. How's things uh, out in Alberta? Um, they're they're getting brighter. So I think this week on Thursday they're going to let some gyms open up finally. So I'm pretty excited about that. We'll get the get the gym going and we're actually in the middle of moving our location. So, um, I was going to do this meeting in my gym, but there's some flooring happening. So it's a little loud in there right now. So nice. Oh, well, it's, it's probably been done in, in weirder places on this, on this show. Trust me. So I appreciate that, but man, it's nice to have you on and, and, uh, nice to hear that the things are slowly opening up in Alberta. It's here on the East coast, uh, in Nova Scotia in particular, we're having a rough go right now. Uh, we've kind of got a, an interesting guy at the helm who and we're taking a slow and cautious approach. So it is what it is, man, you know, but uh, other, otherwise let's get right into some positive stuff and talk a little bit more about what this whole show is about. And it's, it's FLA exposure and it's about kind of expo like athletes and why they're in martial arts, the exposure of uh, behind the scenes. Uh, some people don't necessarily realize that there's so many intelligent and really well-versed people in our sport. So How'd you get into martial arts? I know you started in Hapkido. You're now a purple belt in Jiu-Jitsu, but uh, how'd you get involved in this game? Yeah, so basically my whole life, I kind of grew up playing every sport there is to grow up. And uh, I played pretty high level for, for basketball. And um, once nice. that was slowly coming to an end, I decided I wanted to start dabbling in some martial arts. I've always been a fan of the UFC, kind of like everybody's you know mm. startup story. But uh, yeah. So the art that I found locally here in Camrose was Hapkido. So I started doing that, fell in love with, uh, with the lifestyle and the martial arts side of things. The only thing that was missing for me was that competition side of stuff, mm -hmm. right? So I wanted full contact martial arts. And so mm -hmm. I, I switched from Hapkido over to Muay Thai, which was awesome. That really, really, uh, that helped with my urge to compete and yeah, that it did real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and at that time I was training at a gym called the fire fitness and martial arts in Edmonton. It was mostly a, a Muay Thai gym, but they also had some, some MMA and some jujitsu. So I'd only really done a little bit of Nogi at the time. Yeah. And then, yeah. So basically fell in love with martial arts, decided that I didn't want to go to university and play basketball. I wanted to actually pursue martial arts. So, kind of cool. hit the ball running there and then. So I ended up taking a trip to Thailand. This would have been like six or seven years ago. And I decided in that trip that I was going to open up a gym in my own small town here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and now look, fast forward a few years. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 So when we initially opened up, we were mostly, mostly doing some, some striking and some fitness, right? So the actual gym's name is modern vision movement. So it's MVM fitness and martial arts. Gotcha. And okay. so we, we didn't even have jujitsu in our gym at first. So another oh, coach, wow. another instructor was driving from Edmonton to teach jujitsu. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, just kind of worked out in a way where he ended up leaving. And all of a sudden now there's a bunch of people in jujitsu in my gym. And so wow. that honestly, that's how I started coaching jujitsu. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so, totally by accident. Man, uh, that's not the first time I've heard that though. <laughs> what, uh, when, when did you meet uh, the Hall boys? Ah, so CJ. So basically, when I had just gotten my blue belt is right around the time where all of a sudden I was forced to coach because there's people who were in a jiu-jitsu program without a coach at my gym. But at the time, I was super into mountain biking. So I'd, I, I'm actually in a small town by Edmonton called Cam Rose and yes. commonly, yeah. commonly mistaken for Canmore, which is in the mountains, right? And right. so yeah. on the weekends, I would always drive up to the mountains. And every time I would drive through Calgary, I would stop and train at CJ's gym because I know that he was open to cross training, right? So, um, so that's initially how I met CJ. Um, really, that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, I clicked with him instantly, and he was just had such a good open mind, such a healthy relationship to guests coming into his gym. So I asked him to be my professor. How many years nice. ago now? So yeah. Very cool. So open your own gym. I love that. Like, you know, years ago you thought about it and you, that was your goal. And now here you are. There's a, there's a few, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I just turned 27 on the 20th of May. Nice man. So like yeah. a, another young, smart entrepreneur in the business. And that's a beautiful thing about this sport. There's so many up and coming young people like opening gyms. We have people out here on the East coast who are as young as 18 opening yep. gyms. And, and it's a wonderful thing to see, man. Like to like, you know, at the end of the day, like education is important, but this is a, this you can really make a living at this if you really work and, and have the right market and the right attitude. hundred percent. And you know what? I did have some like pretty good influences in my life. Uh, I started dating my, my wife now wife, but at the time we were like high school sweethearts and her father was an entrepreneur. And uh, so, Beautiful. you know, he kind of got me thinking like that. And, and, you know, I try to surround myself with, with like-minded people who, who care about the community that you're in and, and want to grow a good, healthy community of like-minded people. Right. So huge. It's, it's so true, man. Like it's like, it's it, as cliche as it is, it's like a flower, right? Like at the end of the day, like yeah. it's going to bloom, like you want to be around those people that are going to help you bloom and be strong and, and 100%. get to where you need to be. And uh, yeah. martial arts does that. It's, it, it's interesting because, you know, we always think about martial arts where, where the gym weeds out the people who like who can't stick with it kind of thing, which it does. But it also weeds out like uh, over the long haul, you doesn't weed out, but you find really, really good friends who like you vibe with or who you're really like just yeah, kind of people sure. that you like. It's just a wonderful thing for people's mental health and physical health. And martial arts is great. Yeah, no yeah. For sure, hundred and and I kind of got into coaching at a young age. So, the school that I grew up in, when I got to high school, we didn't have a basketball coach, and I literally had to find a basketball coach who didn't really know much about basketball. I just need somebody to to take us to the games. <laughs> and wow. so, at the same time, I started coaching the junior high teams while I was playing high school basketball. And so, 
Holy or shit, else there wouldn't, wow. have been, there, wouldn't, there wouldn't have really been teams, right? So, um, And that's in this little town. Yeah. <laughs> of Camrose. So, it's that small? Camrose, yep. yep. What's that? It's that small? There's actually 20,000 people here, but that was uh, that was the in the Catholic school, right? So it was still a pretty young sports program in our – now it's a pretty good sports program there. But, you know, 10 years ago, yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't big at all. So, um, yeah, cool. so I really fell in love with coaching – at a younger age too, right? So, so that's you, you obviously do adults and kids. Is, is is kids a big part of your coaching at the club? Yeah, we got a pretty strong kids program. Um, we also have a special needs program, which is pretty neat. On uh, on Fridays, we have a functional fitness program for Special Olympics Canada. So I designed that Beautiful. program. And yeah, for so we'll get twenty. Um, we have some that do train jujitsu, but I bring them into our regular class actually. So. Love that. We yeah, have a, yeah, we have but, a student on our in our class as well. He attends a lot of special special Olympics and does really well. But he's a purple belt at our club too. So I love hearing that yeah, kind of stuff. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. It's and, and for them that's so cool. And the reason I bring them into our class is because, you know, I think a, a good coach should be able to shape environments for everybody to be able to succeed in. Right. So somebody who let's say is autistic, there should be mm -hmm. some sort of program for them that somebody can fit into right so yeah, whether it's private or whether it's regular group classes and that's individualized and specifically for that person but so yeah that's uh i leave that open to to those special needs athletes if they want to train but every friday we have a functional fitness class with 20 plus special needs athletes locally here and it's just fun you know like they're all screaming and having a great time and working out and sweating and <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. So you you developed this program yourself or yes, sir. Yeah. Hmm. Is it available for a lot of other gyms like to to kind of do or is it something you developed yeah. just with um, um yeah, no other gyms are doing it right now, but uh it's not it's not something that's not available. Like it just takes the person who wants to volunteer their time to do it, right? So cause special yeah. Special Olympics Canada is a non-for-profit non organization and they, uh, you know, they have lots of games and lots of sports that these players compete on. So yeah. like for example, when I was in high school, my grade 12 year, I got approached to start the basketball team for Special Olympics here in town. That's how I got this connection. Right. So. Yeah. Wonderful. So you, yeah. it's, that's the thing, man. Giving back is such a huge thing when it when it comes to in a small town like I grew up in a place called Picton, Nova Scotia. So it's it was probably like five thousand people when I grew up, and it's probably down to about three thousand people now. And that's where some of our like Kumite events go on. Like majority of uh, in our old sub series, I bet like out of the twenty five jujitsu events we've done, I bet twenty of them have been little Picto. So it's it's <laughs> small supporting small town and, and like grassroots yeah. never never forgetting where you come from giving back is an, an important important thing and I want to transition uh, with that being said about giving back and uh, I want to talk a little bit about Embassage Sport and uh, Kevin and I don't your I'm not sure your relationship with Kevin but I know my relationship with Kevin and it, it's a fantastic uh, one and he's been a really really great supporter of our brand and uh, and also other brands so. How, how uh, how's it been? How's the coffee? How's things with Kevin? It's good. So one thing about myself is I'm a coffee connoisseur. And uh, so I've always loved coffee, always drank coffee. Um, his coffee's great. Not only the taste, but more importantly, like actually how you feel is what I've noticed. You know, 
I yeah. hate pre-workout, so that's something like I don't I don't really like supplements if I'm being honest with you. But uh, this to me is not a supplement. It, it everything in there is good for you, right? And it's it just tastes good. So yeah, it's very clean. It's like uh, and there's no crash, which is nice too. I really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And then as far as Kevin as a person, authentic, you know, as authentic yeah, very... as it gets. Um, so my relation, basically, I reached out to them before COVID about. Uh, you know, a potential sponsorship. And what I realized was I got way more than that. You know, he's somebody yeah. that I can, that I can talk to if I'm struggling about something. He's, he's somebody, if I have a completely unrelated question, he is totally open ears to, and super authentic yeah. about the answer, whether it's what I want to hear or whether it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it's not, you know what I mean? So, and I, I yeah. love that. I love somebody who can call a spade a spade and, and just be there for you. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you, you have to hear something you don't want to hear. But I that's think, who I want in my life. So 100%. Keeping it real, yeah. keeping it honest. That, that That's – I think we need a lot more of that in this world to be true. Yeah, 100%. Like, and, and you know what? If there's more people that were like that, just it would be yeah. such a such a more authentic <clears throat> world and we wouldn't see all this fake stuff. Or, or for yeah. example, gym drama. You know, like every jiu-jitsu community has these little beefs in between gyms and it's – it's pointless, yeah. you know. So yeah. if more people yeah. were like him, I don't think that would be a, that would be the case. You know what, man? Like that jujitsu drama. Like I've worked on that out here on the East Coast. Like I've tried to do a couple things, and and at the end of the day, it's it's competitive. It's just it's the way yeah. it is, right? And it's it's yeah. stuff that I like. I tried. I was like, oh, maybe we can all get together and have this boardroom and like come up to you know with all the same rules for the tournaments and because <laughs> we don't have a we don't have a like a commission out here. Like I don't know if. Uh, Somebody like, I don't know if you guys haven't. No, you don't have one in Alberta either because we did a tournament out there one time. There might be now, but like in Ontario, there's Ontario Jiu-Jitsu Association, blah, blah, blah. There's these different ones. New Brunswick has one now, but out here we don't. So, you know, we could get together and, and do something all together, but it just wouldn't work out. And I understood after a while. I was like, ah, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not gonna force people to get along, you know, at the end of the day. Yep. So, yep. you know, it's, yep. it is. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, is just to – you know, understand that, that there's enough for everybody to, to survive, you know, and if we work together, it, it, it really creates something quite beautiful when you can see something come together, you know, like for example, an event or a Kamaitai or some mm -hmm. of these open role events that are going on where it's like, you know, you, you have these gyms that have an open gym. There's one gym in Edmonton. It's really awesome. They have, it's called complete fitness and martial arts. So yeah. Anton, yeah, he uh, so he owns that gym and it's very nice. open minded, right? So you yeah. can go there. That's what it should be. Yeah. And it's just such a cool, it's a cool map, you know. Like uh, Anton, I think he competed in the show we did out there, actually. I believe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep, he did. Really, really good. Like uh, he was smaller in it, but he went to like, so I don't know. To... As nice yeah. as you can get. Yeah, that's great, man. That's good to hear. That's exactly what it's about. Be open, be kind, and like. Just let you know, and but again, I fuck. I, it is what it is, man. Everybody gets their own business, and they're able to do what they like. So, I try. I try. I can barely get our events to run. So, <laughs> we, yeah, right now, I, having, I feel bad for all these for all you promoters right now because, you know, I I would assume. 
that a lot of people are a little angry because there's nothing going on, but it's nothing you can do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, you know, like, it's the, the, it's the, it's the bullshit behind it. If you want to be truthful, man, like, because like you're looking now at BTC and BFL, they were able to put events on wonderful events this weekend in Vancouver, both, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. It's great. That's what we need people to come back and work together and, and do exactly what they're doing. But the, on the other hand, it's like, here we are with like, a tenth of the cases of all these other places and we can't like it just fucking makes no sense to me man so and we also did two jujitsu events so we can do grappling events out here again because there's no body we're our own governing body so we did our <laughs> testing yeah so we did our own temperature testing and, and everyone wore masks and we kept it real safe and socially distant and we were able, and we did two events you know knock knock on wood right but yeah. at the end of the day it was proved that it was able to be successful so first one without fans, second one with 50 fans. So, but you know, we can preach about it all day. At the end of the day, it's about here. Sure, they, sure, they, sure. They, they say it's about overall safety and that's what's important, man. So we got to trust the people who are in charge. So um, you mentioned uh, other sports coaching. I want to get back to that a little bit. Um, do you notice anything like a, your coaching basketball days or other sports compared to your coaching in jujitsu. Is there things that are different from coaching in those two different sports for you? Um, yeah, for sure. There's lots that are different. Um, a lot of people don't think that martial arts is as far as competition goes, like a team sport, but mm. I a hundred percent think it is a team sport. And, and one thing I used to take away from, from like my basketball coaches was he used to have like, you have to have the cardio to play a basketball game. You have, there's a bunch of prereqs that you have to have. Hmm. And that's kind of like a team sport setting because as a team, you do those workouts together and you really, you know, you really put that work in. And yeah. uh, I think that's kind of missing in a lot of the, a lot of the martial arts communities is that team, that team setting, hmm. you know, you're, you're looking at the Daisy fresh guys and that's just the team that's getting marketed right now by, by flow. And, and their, their biggest thing is their community and their biggest thing is their team, right? You know what I mean? So, or yeah. let's say Autos. Autos is another example where it's, they have pro team practices. They go yeah. for runs as a team, as a team. Yeah. you know, like they're doing like a lot MMA outside club, of the sport right? as a team. Yeah. 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 So um, that's one of the biggest things that I think is a difference that I've really implemented in my gym specifically is, is, we are definitely a team and outside of the gym, we're a team. Like we, we, we hang out, we eat together, we run together, we swim together, you yeah. know, like we I skate like together, we bike together. We do all sorts of stuff. Like, just like you said, you get that, you get that close with people all the time. Yeah, for sure. You're bound to become friends. Right. So, um, and then of course there's lots of, you know, smaller things. I think that previous coaching experience without a doubt, really helped me when I got into coaching, especially when I was forced to start coaching jiu-jitsu, more so because technically I wasn't necessarily ready to teach jiu-jitsu yet, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But as far as the coach, 100% I was ready to teach jiu-jitsu, you know? I could yeah. I could put the yeah. squad through a really good practice and, and have it in a ev very efficient manner, right? But now... I would say that I have a very good technical base to teach off of. Plus I have lots of experience coaching since I was 14 years old, you know, so. Yeah. And only get yeah. better daily. Win-win, man. I like that. Win. So with that being said, for, for the future, uh, what's the plan for you uh, for the future when it comes to the gym and competing? Um, you know, 
what's the future look well, like? For you know, well, one of the biggest issues I've found since I had to take over that jujitsu program is getting the proper training in for myself because all my time was all of a sudden mm. dedicated towards coaching, which was not something I had meant to do at all, you know? Um, so that, that forced me to, to really cross train and find some other gyms to train at, um, specifically with really good guys that are kind of in my weight category. Um, so obviously one one Academy in Calgary, those guys are quite a bit bigger, but that's the cream of the crop for jujitsu. Mm. Um, um, let's see, there's, Kingdom MMA in Edmonton, there's Wolf House, which my wrestling coach is from Wolf House. He's the wrestling coach there, Marcus nice. Peterson. Um, if you don't know him, search him up. One of the best wrestlers in Canada in the in, in my weight class. So just really high level human, really yeah. good dude. Oh, cares nice. about like a good coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's instructors and then there's coaches, you know. So yeah. somebody yeah. can instruct you on how to do something. And then somebody actually is a coach. They care about you. You know what I mean? There's a, there's another level there and he's, and he's amazing. Same thing with CJ. He's the same thing. Like even, even though he's three hours away, he's coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like the, the, at the end of the day, you, you, it's, it's easy to reach out to somebody, man. If you care about somebody, it's like whether they're coaching or not, but if you really care about somebody, you want to see someone succeed and, you want to be part of their development and and, and get yeah. help them because a lot of times it, like it, like when I think about like someone developing, I don't think about like like I want to see how they can develop into a beautiful like big successful part of our society. And if I can be yeah. any part of that, that's a huge huge thing. So and I think of like a, a wonderful coach or a high level coach is like that man and take it takes you to a different level with your your game and, and life as well, like outside the gym, for sure. 100%. And I think the, so now I'm actually kind of getting into an interesting position here where we have some quite a bit of guys at our gym that are now blue belts and, and they're mm -hmm. competing. And, nice. you know, like we, we have three athletes going to PANS now in September, including myself. So it, it's nice. an interesting thing where I can start to do most of my training with my students now, you know what I mean? Aside from, you know, Two or three days out of the week, I have to drive mm -hmm. or bring somebody to to my gym to train. But yeah. uh, for the most part, now it's kind of it's really That's cool. Great. That's a very now cool I, feeling. I have sure. guys that are biting at my butt, right? So it's yeah. It's, I noticed that a lot. It's perfect. Yeah, the, the sport is is like every day. Every day, people can walk into your gym who are just super talented and and never trained a day in their life, and they're just like athletic cardio machines and. It's it's funny how this sport works, really. Um, yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, so you didn't so, do yeah. martial arts as a kid. Oh, sorry, go ahead. So just going back to the future, just to, I guess to summarize it is like yep. I want to coach some high-level athletes to some high-level accolades as at the same time as I want to try to pursue the same same goals for myself with my students, you know, so in, in that team atmosphere, right? So yeah. as far as I can get and as far as I can bring them, that's – that's my commitment. Nice. Well, that's, that's a, what a wonderful goal. Like, because you're only 27, you know, like you think about that in like 10 years, you're 37, you know, you probably have like a couple black belts under you and, and you, like, you'll do so many of these great trips together to pans, like you're saying, or 
to worlds or wherever it happens to go, maybe to the Kumite someday or whatever yeah, happens to be right. Like the, those yeah. memories, you just can't take them back when you're there. Like that's like you mentioned it earlier about that, like the community, when the community comes together and you know, I'm stressed on these days when we're doing these events, there's no question about it. Cause for me personally, there's a lot going on, but yeah. let me tell you, I love like these, these moments in time that I have up here that no one else in the world has, but me, that I see athletes who are smiling or they're talking backstage or they're competing sure. hard and th these things. And that's to me, what makes it worth it. And that, that's, it's a wonderful thing, man. When you can get people yeah. together like that. Yeah. Well, you know what, if you need a, if you need a hand and I can get up there and, and you need someone to help you out for some of these events or, or help yeah. de-stress you, I'm, I'm the type of guy where I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to grow. Nice. You know? and so there's my offer. There you go. I, Perfect. I to come out there and, I'd like and to get you out here for sure. I'd like to get you out here to compete too. I would love that. hundred yeah. percent. I think that's the thing. Like once we, once we open up, we're going to start, like I said, moving to like uh, actual bracket, uh, like weight class brackets and then uh, do maybe two, three kumites a year in the weight classes, something like that. We'd like to do a female kumite at some point. I got a uh, good one for you. Nice. Yeah. Beauty. It's the thing, like evolve, right, and and uh, and get better, and uh, more. I'm all about opportunity. That's a big thing for me. Is more opportunity for everybody. It's. I wish I could put everybody on the same card back to back. You know, like yeah, no, no kidding. Want to compete sure. so much, but it's just sometimes you just. It's not possible. But um, I had another question for you that I wanted to ask, but I can't remember it now. I th I think it might have been. Uh, did I do martial arts as a kid? That was one of them, yeah, because that's, you know, a lot of people, obviously, but you, you didn't, right? I, met, I, heard um, you. I, I had dabbled in Taekwondo when I was a kid, but uh, to be honest with you, at the time, I was kind of a bad kid, <laughs> and I enjoyed skateboarding and actual fist fighting rather than Taekwondo. <laughs> so, um, I didn't last long in Taekwondo, and as I got older, I, I honestly wish I would have probably stuck with the Taekwondo. Yeah, really. You know, I just love martial arts. I love all of them, but uh, obviously, jujitsu has taken over my brain. But <laughs> yeah, you know, I you think that they have things to be taught. So, <laughs> did I do a lot of studying? Yeah. Do you, are you still like? Are you a, are you a jujitsu guy who or girl guy person uh, who watches tons and tons of uh, technique videos, studies that way? Yeah. Or are you more? Um, of a I'm, I'm definitely somebody – I watch a lot of footage as far as whether it's technique breakdowns. Um, I, do, I do have, you know, some, some DVDs that I've, that I've gotten and, and yeah. I love studying like that. Um, I really enjoy, like, taking a systematic approach to it and, and specifically with my yeah. coaching. I find athletes, especially competitors, if, if you can give them three things to focus on and then you drill that, and you drill it, drill it, drill it, and 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 they're going for they're authentically going for plan A, and they yeah. they hit plan C. That's beautiful, you know. It's, mm -hmm. yeah. And instilling that inside your students so that when they don't just when they fail plan A or somebody sprawls on your double leg, you know, you have to keep turning the corner. You have to pull 100%. the leg closer. You have to build the house again and reshoot. You know, you can't just sit there and and cry about it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. well said, man. That's true. It's uh, very important. I think having uh, somebody who's like, what I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of confused about what I was wanting to say there. I kind of had four different questions at the same time. None <laughs> of them came out of my mouth. 
I want to ask you about, uh, you mentioned a couple of times different people, but mentors, uh, people who are, who are kind of extremely important to you outside the gym, inside the gym, but also your whole life who, who you know, who, who obviously are there when you're kind of down or, or there when you, you need to celebrate. Yeah. Okay. So number one, there's my wife. Um, we've been, we've been literally dating. So I'm 27. I started dating when I was 15. So that tells you, you know, how long we've been dated. We got married Very cool. on the like 20th that. of June. It'll be one, one year on the 20th of June that we got married. So congratulations. Yeah. So we're as close as it gets. And, and also she's, she's kind of like Kev in the sense that she'll tell me what I need to hear, not mm. what I want to hear sometimes. And, and I just really appreciate that because yeah. you know, that's exactly what I need when, you know, if I'm if I'm not delivering what I've told myself I want to deliver, she'll call me out on that. And I really appreciate that aspect of her. And then there's somebody more like my mom or my dad where they're just happy for me to do what I want to do. And, you know, it's just good energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there's 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 those two obvious relations that I would sure almost most people have in their lives. But um, honestly, CJ, huge influence in my life, somebody I really look up to. If you guys are in Calgary, you have to go to 101 Academy to train your jujitsu. Um, I, I just think he's so authentic and he truly cares. Nice. Same thing with Marcus, Marcus from 101. Um, another person that's really helped me recently is uh, Hadefa from Frontline. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but if you ever want to really Penny? Amazing. Yes, sir. He competed also in that event out there. Yeah, bad, so if you bad. want an amazing grappler to come on your show, trust me, get that guy. So I was just, I was, I was just, uh, what do you say, practicing some socially distanced jujitsu with him on <laughs> yesterday. So love it, love it. Yeah, Good so, for you. And, yeah. and we were fully masked too. <laughs> do you go? So are you in in Alberta? You're allowed to kind of go wherever you like right now. In between the what? cities, yeah. What's the deal now out there? What's the rules? Honestly, I'm not even sure. I, th I think it's like no gyms are allowed to be open. The restaurants have to have patios only. Um, and people are listening? What's that? Sorry? It's yeah. Alberta. <laughs> Alberta, <are> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, somewhat. The, the town that I'm in, not really. Like we're, we're a smaller town. But you go to like Calgary or you go downtown Edmonton. Um, you know, people are worried, right? So, yeah. but you, you go into the, a rural, com rural community like Camrose, people don't really yeah. care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's safe here too. It's, you know, I, and, 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 and they're not, they're not trying to be, you know, mean about it or they're not trying oh. to be ill-mannered. They're, they're, they're caring about their health and they're wanting to get out and train. And, and you know yeah. what, I'm going to hug my mom and I don't care what anybody says, you know, so. 100%. Yeah, we just like I couldn't agree more. Like, right, they just we were locked down for just under two months here in Halifax. We couldn't leave the city, and finally we got to go. We went down to our uh, to where my uh, we went down to Pictou County. It's about an hour and a half from Halifax, and you can go anywhere in the province now, but you can't go inside. You can only visit outside, and it's like who in the <laughs> world is going to drive hours to? Maybe someone would. Maybe someone would. But yeah, long story short, if anyone's watching, I did sleep outside. So just to not. <laughs> <laughs> but I know yeah, what you're saying. I, I'm yeah. loving. Uh, it was really funny. So when 
when somebody was trying to find my my gym location, I had moved locations, forgot to tell them this past weekend <laughs> the new spot. And so they they end up walking in the door and they're like, hey, I could tell that this was this was the place to train because the windows were boarded up. Oh shit. Beautiful man. <laughs> so it's Smart like, man. So it's, that's how you tell where jujitsu gyms are now is they have their windows boarded up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that going on and, and unfortunately I think it's gonna go on for a while like like well not like i think a lot of gyms will be back but i mean like uh a lot of people are just gonna like a lot of people bought mats to train at home and, and they're just gonna do their own thing it's it's interesting i don't know i'm i'm way over it way over it man yeah. i know that much so my final question for you if that's okay with you um yes, advice for young kids this is a, a big thing for me i know you're heavily involved in special olympics and giving back we, we spoke about this lots on, on this uh podcast but I, that's a big thing for me is giving back what's advice for 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 the youth, the youth you know the what i guess here's here's my advice um number one learn how to work hard find something you really enjoy doing something that you find fun because i i believe if it's not fun kids most likely aren't going to be interested right so um, and have a lot of fun while you're young. That's, that's truly my advice. Um, also surround yourself like with that. people that, that authentically care about you. And I'm talking about those people that'll tell you what you, you know, like mom, when mom tells you something you don't want to listen to and you finally hear it. And by that, I mean, that's the aha moment. I should have listened to what mom said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, take those, learn, take, take those moments and, and, and learn from those. And, uh, when you become a young adult, you know, I don't know necessarily if you should just jump right into a job or jump right into a career, find something you love, passion project, and pursue the hell out of it. Hmm. That, that's, that's, that's what I've done. Um, my wife, she's a little bit different in the sense she just got her RN. And so she's, she's kind of more of the play it safe kind of route. And I'm sure. just not that at all. But uh, yeah. for me personally, for people who are similar to me, find what you love to do and, and, you know, relentlessly just pursue that. I love that word relentlessly, man. Cause I, I did very, very similar things. I just kind of went, went ahead. I didn't have an education background and I just kind of went ahead and did it. And I, I did eventually go to school for, for business, like it to community college. But other than that, I worked on cruise ships and just did what I wanted to do until I could like actually realize and settle down and, and, I think that's a, a great advice and, and there's actually a couple of kids I can think of over here on the East coast because they, we talk about it and they message me and they're like, listen, should I be going to school? I'm like, Hey, you know what you should be doing is following your heart. You know, education is important. Yeah. No question about it. But you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, do what makes you happy and, and follow your dreams. So, you know, it's like, yeah. And, and you know what, what's the worst that could happen if you do that? You know, yeah. it's like asking for asking for anything. It's always a no, if you don't ask. Yeah. So you might as well yeah. ask, right? Yeah. So if you if you have a dream, if you have a passion, if you don't pursue it, you're failing. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. If you don't do it, you've failed. If you don't even try, you've failed. So you might as well give it everything you have and try to pursue your dream. If not, you've already failed your dream. So I would I would rather have tried and failed by trying than than just not tried at all yeah. and failed. Yeah. So. Awesome, man. Well. Jeez, young man, smart man. Hard to follow that up, my friend. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, it's probably been, I, I know I use this excuse uh, quite a bit, but it's funny when you're doing podcasts and, and 
you you have these thoughts in your head and then sometimes they don't come out and yeah. when you're not doing them a lot you don't you're you're not as sharp as as you once were i guess so anyway i appreciate your patience with it and uh thanks for joining oh, I, us i appreciate being be giving the opportunity to to be on this podcast and this is my first first time i've ever done something like this so um yeah it was fun i enjoyed nice. it and yeah. You're welcome back anytime you like. And uh, any way we can help you here on the East Coast, I'd love to be a part of your journey in any way possible, man. And oh, one thing I did want that's one thing I wanted to ask you about Black Belt Magazine, about your yeah, new job. Okay. Your new, your, your new, sure. uh, it's, I guess it would be new, a new uh, job, I guess we'll say. Well, I'll let you handle it. Okay. So basically, um, so the, the Black Belt Magazine, Jiu Jitsu Canada, just they, they had made an Instagram post asking if anybody's interested in working with them. So mm -hmm. as soon as I seen that, I just thought I need to build my network. I want to meet more people who are like-minded and want to grow the community, not just my gym. I'm talking about, I'm talking about yeah. jujitsu as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so for example, some of my goals are, I want to break that barrier from gym to gym, to gym, to gym across Alberta. You know, I've, I've trained in other parts of the world and the barriers are a little bit more broken than they are still locally here. You know, I want it to be okay if I yeah. if I want to train with my friend at this gym. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's part of my goal is to help the whole community get better, right? I think if the whole community gets better, we'll all get better. So, so yeah. basically, the opportunity that I've got is I'm going to be doing some interviews for people. So I'll be interviewing people, and then yeah. I'll be writing some articles. So I'm nice. pretty excited to get my word out there and. Uh, the first one's going to be coming up here right away, so I'll have that posted, and you can you can go onto their website to check it out. Um, the other thing about uh, about their website that's really cool is they have like a lot of legends that are on their site giving interviews. They're they're kind of they're basically you know focused on the other ninety three to ninety five percent of jujitsu practitioners that aren't making it in flow grappling, yeah. and you know what I mean. So. Yeah. Aside from Gordon Ryan and Craig Jones and and you know Lachlan and all these guys who I love those dudes and and yeah yeah and but Gordon, there's so but, many talents but there's so many more people and yeah. and there's also this this big lifestyle in jujitsu that is getting missed right so I think mm -hmm. like for the most part that's their goal is to reach that audience and and showcase the rest of this beautiful art that we all practice here you know so yeah good for you man congratulations I think it's huge and. It's good for Canadian Jiu-Jitsu. It's it's good for everybody, man. The more exposure, the better for everybody, like you said. And kudos to you for that. It's funny how things happen. Like people ask me all the time, like who I'd have on a podcast. Like how do you get these people? I'm like I message them. I don't know. It's the beauty. Like how did you start all these events? Yeah, all these events. Like when we started doing them, like how did we get out? Like you just message people, man. Like it's like you said, follow a dream and, and go forward and do it and do it as best you can. And if you fall, get back up. Right. Yeah. Hundred so. percent. All right, man. Well, again, I appreciate you joining. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I guess I just want to give some a couple quick shout outs and thank yous to to my coaches. Um, you know, Marcus, Hadefa, CJ, Anton, and their respected gyms. Check them out. One on one Academy, uh, my gym, GF Team Cameras. If you're ever in the area, please feel free message me. You're welcome. I I welcome guests at all times. Um, and Visage MMA and Kev, everybody there. I want to thank them for, you know, everything that they've given me, which is so far way more than I can give them. So um, I really appreciate that. Also, uh, Gianni Grippo for helping me get hooked up with uh, Grip Tape. If you have 
some nasty jujitsu fingers and you want to prolong the prolong the life of your fingers, check out Grip Tape. Um, yeah. And then uh, CJ and Kent, they own a, a kimono company called Parabellum Kimonos. So if you want some really amazing geese and, and rash guard, basically jujitsu lifestyle gear, check them out, Parabellum Kimonos. Perfect. Well done. Can yeah. you know Awesome. Lastly, thank you to you for bringing me on and, uh, you know, all of your viewers and everybody who might tune into this and get to learn something or maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, that's it. It's, it's the beauty of this thing. Like, you know, the, these are up forever and you, you never know, like people check in and they end up in cameras and, and they end up training with you. Right. So yeah. uh, I was actually in Canmore. You know, I was in Canmore. Uh, yeah. Totally. Like you were mentioned earlier, I was there actually and actually did go, uh, um horsebacking through the mountains nice, nice. Was, yeah, we just, yeah we i just love awesome we, we, we go there all the time <laughs> man but i'd like to go to camrose too i've always i've always heard of camrose so I'd, I'd like to check it out at some point so yeah come hopefully, hopefully in the future man whether it's you coming to the east coast or, or us getting there uh we'll yeah, be in touch okay sounds good thanks again buddy thank you so much Ryan Sandberg, everybody, uh, great guy. Again, uh, it's pretty simple. When you're out there in that area, reach out, get in touch with uh, anybody. You know, when you're when you're looking to train, you're on the road. Uh, get in touch with people like that. It's a wonderful community, whether it's jujitsu or any kind of martial arts community. Get out and get active and get in touch with these these local leaders, I guess you would say. But uh, another great episode. Sorry for being a little my speech. My brain's working faster than my mouth, and uh, you know it's just not coming out the right way today. But We'll get back on the horse, and uh, we have a couple more podcasts. Another one coming up Wednesday with uh, Chris Tuffer Lee out of Newfoundland, an MMA fighter out of Newfoundland. But uh, yeah, stay tuned for tickets coming up for upcoming Kumite Three. We won't put tickets on sale until they actually let us know that we can do the event, I guess. But that'll probably be July first, so not too far away. So lots of love to everybody. Again, thanks to all the frontline workers. Be good to one another. Be kind. Pay it forward, and we shall see you later. Coronation, no debating, crown me king, I'm tired of waiting. Yeah. People champ, I gotta face it. You disgracing people, sense it that you're faking. Yeah. I'm the Lord, I might go Satan with the flow and take him out, annihilate yeah. him. No mistaken, new sensation, hood pope pulling up the ruler nation. Uh. Get your mother.